yes, dialogue dinner, it was costly in terms of finance, it was costly in terms of time. Um, it might have looked weird to some people, I might look like a fool, but actually, like, I was a fool for Jesus, and um, that's, that's what it's all about, and actually it's completely worth it. When you look along and there's your friends, like, at church, and there's worship going, and you just, yeah, it was amazing. Hi, welcome back to the Christians in Sport podcast. I'm Johnny Reed. Uh, it's great to have you back. In our podcast, we look to dive into what it's like to be a Christian in the world of sports. So we interview former top level athletes. We discuss the Bible, how it applies to our sport. And sometimes we speak to people on the ground doing the business uh, about how they've lived and spoken of Jesus in their clubs and teams. So today we've got a great interview for you at our student conference in the new year. One of our staff, Mike Harris, interviewed Libby, a fourth year university student who plays cricket and predominantly football, about why she'd invited loads of her team round to her house for chili and questions about her faith, something called a dialogue dinner. So uh, listen into the interview, and then we're going to have a chat with Mike about practically how you can do one of these for yourself, uh, whether a student or not. So here's Mike and Libby at our student conference in January. We've been wanting to hear loads of your stories, as we've said already, and we want you to be sharing stories with one another. And so we thought we'd get Libby up right at the beginning of the meeting to hear from her, to hear her story of being a Christian in sport. So Libby, you're a um, fourth year uh, footballer, Bath University, um, and particularly what we wanted to speak about tonight, as we hear a bit of your story, is about dialogue dinners, which I know a number of you will have put on before. Basically a great chance to invite your sports friends around for some food, um, a chance to um, share a bit more with them about the Christian faith and a chance for them to ask questions and have some dialogue over dinner, hence the name, very simple. So Libby, you've, um, you actually put on a dialogue dinner in your first year at uni, so I know you're a footballer, your main sport, you're also playing cricket in the first year. Slightly easier relationships with the cricket girls, small club early on, footballers a little bit harder, and so you went for it and put a dialogue dinner on right in your first year with the cricketers. So uh, what made you put that dialogue dinner on? Well, I'll be honest, Mike. Um, I didn't really want to, <laughs> but um, we had pretty strong fourth years in our um, university club, um, like the CIS group, um, and all of them were raving about it. And I was like, all right, I'll give it a go. Um, quite, yeah, didn't really want to do it, but peer pressure got a hold of me and um, <laughs> yeah, I went for it. So really good model from the Bath CIS group there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what you what you should perhaps shouldn't do, but you went for it yeah, and good it. time. I think you said eight of the cricket girls came along and yeah, you were really really encouraged by it. Yeah, massive. Um, fast forward then to your second year, and football really became your complete focus there, sport wise, right? Yeah. Um, and. Um, I know there was another girl in the football club who'd become a Christian on her placement year and come back, and the last person people in the club would have thought would become a Christian yeah. came back into the club. You'd done a dialogue dinner. You were keen to put another one on. Um, tell us about that football dialogue dinner in your second year. Yeah, so there was two of us, which was a help. Um, lots of prayer going into it. Um, we sort of sent the message out. We got a few close friends, so we thought, okay, we'll have a few handful. Um, and then the likes started coming in on the post and we were like, flip, this is going to have to be a fat chilli. Like, <laughs> uh, it's going to have to have a lot of hands cooking. Um, Had to bulk it out a bit. But my, my friend wasn't having it. I was the only cook, but, you know, <laughs> it 
it was fine. So um, but yeah, 19, 19 girls came, which was mad and practically really quite annoying. Um, <laughs> but it all worked out sitting on the floor, so yeah, it was fine. And your second chili, because you only ever do chili for dialogue, yeah, you were telling me. It's That's just it. great. And yeah. so 19 of them there in the room, an amazing answer to prayer, not that you expected it. Massive. Week after, 10 of them decides to come along to church. So you, you're in church with a row of girls from your football club. Again, nothing you could have expected no. as you prayed on as, as God worked. What was that like to look around at church and have a <coughs> row of the football club there following on from those good conversations at the dialogue oh, dinner? It's just class. Like me and my friend, we're sitting next to each other and we were like, what is going on? Like, this is ridiculous. Um, and I think when I'm playing football, like I get so much joy playing football. Um, but when I turned and I saw a row of football girls like at church hearing like the truth, um, I was just like, this is insane. Like the excitement was unreal. Like something you can't compare to like a football game. Um, yeah, and I think at that point it was like, yes, dialogue dinner, it was costly in terms of finance. It was costly in terms of time. Um, it might have looked weird to some people. I might look like a fool, but actually like, I was a fool for Jesus and um, that's that's what it's all about and actually it's completely worth it. When you look along and there's your friends like at church and there's worship going and you just, yeah, it was amazing. Great, great. And of course those conversations continued with some of them and particularly towards the end of that second year, time was tight and mm. you said um, third year, you're away, you're not a uni, you're a year out of uni in your third year, back in, the four, in your fourth year. What were you thinking coming back then? You, all of that uh, happened in those first couple of years coming back into the football club senior player fourth year what were you thinking coming back to university after that year out um, I didn't want to go back to university I was like sack it off don't want to do it anymore um, don't, don't like working just play football my whole life it's great um, but we had our pre-season for a week and just seeing the girls and like building those relationships up again, I was like, okay, <laughs> this is what I'm here for. Um, so yeah, I was excited. And being like a final year, you sort of have that leadership role, which was quite nice um, in the squad, so yeah. Great, and so let's talk about this last term then. Mm. Um, so you're back in, you're up for it now, having done pre-season. Um, you wanted to put on another dialogue dinner, wanted to cook another big fat chili. Oh, and, uh, Jamie Oliver, eat heart out. <laughs> and uh, so tell us about um, the dialogue dinner then this term. What was it like? How did it go? Um, so, yeah, obviously my friend, she graduated, so it's just me, me and the squad. Um, and you just think, like, 19, like, God, like, come on, let's, let's go bigger, let's go, <laughs> come on. Um, and so, yeah, again, just praying for that. And you send the message out, you send individual messages out as well, just to make sure, come on, you can come. Um, and then, yeah, so 20, 20 girls came to that. Um, so again, practically really quite a challenge. Um, but no, it was just insane, really insane. And what, what was that like? Tell us a, a bit of what went on and the conversations. Um, so it was basically just real simple gospel stuff. Um, six boxes, which we'll go, probably go through at some point. Um, and then just discussions around that. Um, it did get so sort of... Uh, not busy but like we just didn't have time for loads of questions so then a few weeks later um, I put on a Q&A so 
it just meant the girls could write down the questions. I got like a panel from church um, to come round, and yeah, so 17 girls came to that, which was really cool. And and so I, I know from chatting to you before, you're in some ways you can't quite believe what's going on mm. because um, all you're doing is praying and inviting and trying yeah. to live out your life amongst uh, the football club. Mm. God's been very gracious. Yeah, massive. Um, of course, there'd be others of us in the room who've asked people to come to dialogue dinners and had very different responses. Maybe mm. no one's come and maybe a handful which we praise the Lord for. Um, anyone who comes along to an event where we can talk about the gospel. Um, all this goes on. Just give us a flavour of what's happened since. So um, those things you've been praying into, putting on this term, what's happened since last few weeks? How's that continued? I think, um, so that was sort of towards the end of November. And then obviously during Christmas, you've got all of your carol services and stuff. Um, so a load of people came to like beer and carols, which is great. Um, the carol service was really cool. Um, and actually, yeah, two of them... Um, accepted Jesus into their life which was um, amazing um, so yeah Amen <laughs> Praise God Libby for that and I know plans ahead this term you're really keen to get alongside those girls in particular yeah. and keep talking through what that kind of commitment they made looks like and trying to help them to live out the Christian life as well as get alongside the others so um, plenty to pray for um, I think I know what the answer will be but um, for those who are in the room who've maybe heard a bit about these dialogue dinners and they've just like you that first time round felt really nervous about putting one on a bit unsure um, what, would you, what would you say to them? Like, just go for it I think especially in my first year I probably bottled it with the first, with uh, the football team so I was like oh just do cricket like just trial run you know um, so yeah just go for it like pray for boldness um and like God's at work and it's got nothing really to do with me or you or anything. So um, just be willing and, and go for it. Yeah. Brilliant. That was great with Libby. I've got Mike, a slightly less croaky Mike Harris uh, with me today. And we're going to just chat a little bit around some of the, the practical dynamics of a dialogue dinner, how it works in all this. Our heart is we just long at Christians in sports to see sports people had the opportunity to respond to what we believe is the greatest news in the world. And a dialogue dinner can be a great way of doing that. Uh, Dib, uh, Libby's talked to us about a few of the practical things, maybe sort of doing a chili, um, inviting her mates round, sort of crossing the pain line, as we'd say, getting people in the room, which is brilliant. Uh, Mike, you've done uh, some dialogue dinners yourself. You've helped facilitate some of them as well uh, as a staff member here at Christians in Sport. Uh, take us into the room with one. Um, how does one work? Yeah, and um, it's uh, it's just always a privilege to be in the room at a dialogue dinner, partly because you never know quite what's going to happen. They're always a bit different, mm -hmm. um, very different with different groups of people. And I think that's one of the real plus sides is you're sat amongst a group of friends who have their own kind of uh, their own banter, their own culture, their own way of doing things. And you're sat in the room and giving them an opportunity to speak about what what they know of the Christian faith, but also to ask questions of it as well. So. Um, I think that's worth saying. They're, they're, they're often quite different. General format is, is pretty simple. There's um, some food and um, a, then something to kick off discussion, whatever that might be. There's loads of different ways of doing it. Um, and then a chance just to ask questions um, and uh, really dig into what the Christian faith's all about. Um, and, and normally nice to have a you know, bit of dessert in there as well after <laughs> the main course. So It's worth saying, isn't it? I think we just say this loud and clear. Make sure your friends know what they're coming to. 
Um, yeah. It's not it's not just dinner around your house. Like that, they are. You're saying, look, I I believe in Jesus. I I want you to ask questions because um, yeah. I want you to know about this. Brill, you've said, Mike, there's a, there's a few different ways which people have kicked these things off before to sort of get the conversation flowing. What, what are some of the different ways you've seen which have worked? Yeah, there are a number of different ways. And it's really important that there's a kind of a moment, maybe often towards the end of the main course, where you say, look, guys, you know what we're here for. Um, we're here to really dig into talking about the Christian faith and, and ways that I've seen work well are um, someone giving their, you giving their test, your testimony, your story of how you became a Christian and what it looks like now to be a Christian and particularly living in the world of sport to help connect with um, the, the friends that you have in the room. Uh, I've seen people use gospel outlines, um, either just walking through them and sharing the message of the Christian faith that way or sometimes even asking uh, their friends, what they think uh, the Christian faith is all about, and filling in the gaps with um, the gospel outline there to help them to kind of helps show them where the misconceptions are, perhaps. Uh, and perhaps one of the simplest ways is just printing off a, a passage from uh, from the Bible, uh, which clearly shows what the Christian faith is all about. Maybe one of uh, Jesus' encounters with somebody. Um, maybe one one of the, the the verses that you know, which just really summarise the gospel message well. And then being able to print that out and, and just say to people, what do you think about this? Scribble down a few notes, chat with the person next to you. What questions does this provoke? Mm. And really help people as they, um, as they think through what Christianity is about. And they're, they're going from, from that material. One of the scary things maybe people, when they kind of hear the concept, invite your mates around and give them an opportunity to ask questions, is the questions. Yes. Um, how, how, when you're speaking to someone who wants to do one, what are you saying to them around the answering of the questions? How are you helping them think that through? Um, are, are you saying, yeah, you need to study, get all the answers? Is that what you're saying? Well, it'd be, it'd be lovely to have all the answers, uh, wouldn't <laughs> it? But uh, I mean, God doesn't even give us all the answers <laughs> to some of those questions. So um, I think that my approach and what I always try and remind myself going into a dialogue dinner and remind others who are hosting dialogue dinners is if the Christian faith is true and we really believe it is, then there are answers to all these questions. We just might not know them. And so we don't have to go in thinking, I need to know all the answers as if I'm the one defending God and making it all make sense to other people. I, I think it actually, it does make sense. I just might not be able to explain why it makes sense. Um, and so there, it's a case really of simply trying to give an answer for the hope, for the reason, for the hope that we have, as we see in 1 Peter uh, chapter 3, just really doing our best to answer the questions about why we believe mm. and, um, you know, other questions that come around that. And it's always, I think, a good thing to say, oh, actually, it's a really difficult question. I don't know the answer. Um, either I'll, I can go and look it up and try and find it out or ask someone else or simply saying, I don't know the answer often shows people that you, you don't need to know all the answers to be a Christian. Um, which I'm sure is a great relief to, to most of us. And what, what would you say then is a, is a good next step off the back of running one of these dinners, having people around, you know, what, what, what are the sort of things which you've either advised or done yourself where you said, right, thanks so much for your questions. And Obviously, we, we pray, we'd love people to go, yeah, great, I, I believe it, Brill. Um, what next? But what's maybe some of the next steps which you'd be recommending? Yeah, I think it works really well to give them something to go on to afterwards. So whether that be um, saying, would anyone like to come on to church with me or whatever that might be, or 
one thing that seems to work well is just saying, if you want to talk further about this, um, let's get together and um, look at what God says himself. I'll just print off a, um, a passage from one of the accounts of Jesus' life, and we can look at that together. And it'll, it'll, it's quite a good move sometimes from saying, look, I've tried to give you answers, but this is where the real answers are. So if you want real answers, we need to look at this together. Um, and that's often a good next step, I think. And you're always wanting to see where God's at work, who he's moving in, and trust that um, if you put the offer on the table and he's at work, people will be up for that. And it might not be the people you expect. I think that's something we seem to see time and time again, mm. that we can't guess who God's working in. It's not necessarily the person who's asking um, the best questions or, or even the most sort of abrasive questions. Sometimes it's the person sat quietly in the corner you'd have no idea about. Um, but making that offer, I think, is really important. And, and not, to, you know, not, not to let a dialogue dinner go on and on and on, but say, no, that's, mm. that's enough now. Um, we've had a chance to ask questions. We said we'd be here for uh, whatever period of time we said. But here's, here's what to do if you really want to find out more. Um, and just, yeah, let me know if you'd like to. Well, um, both of us, we were just chatting beforehand as we, as we close this down now. Like we, both, we were both there at our student conference where we heard the stories from Libby with chatting about it even just now. Both of us have gone, yeah, well, I, for me and my hockey club, for Union Rugby Club, yeah, let's do this. Why, why, are you, why would you personally say, someone listening in now, hey, do this, it's worth, it's worth doing. Why would you personally say? Well, I mean, firstly, it, it's reminded me afresh that this is the best news in the world um, and that people need to hear it mm. and that actually people want to hear it. Um, and I play rugby with a whole load of guys that are rugby club. vast majority aren't Christians. Um, and I, I'd love them to, to hear about it. And I think I, I have in my club invited guys around before to have food and to um, look at a bit of the Bible together, to ask questions, to chat about things. And actually, the guys, they've always said no so far. They've, I've asked a couple of times, um, following on from sports quizzes and other events that we've done that they've come along to. Um, and I just thought, why not ask again? It's, it's been a little while. There's who knows who will respond. Uh, it's no issue if nobody wants to come, um, but I really hope and pray that they will. So we're going to order a carry in and um, we're just going to see what, uh, see what uh, everybody thinks. Um, so trust that I'm mean, trusting, praying that the Lord will be at work, um, in who he wants to be at work in that he'll bring who he wants to bring. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've just got to put the invitation out and, and see what happens. So I think that's the motivation and who knows what he'll do through it. Brilliant. And if you're, if you're not a Christian listening in today, if you don't yet follow Jesus, um, do pester the Christians, you know, if you do know them, ask them questions, ask them, ask them around to dinner at your place and ask them questions uh, or get them to bunt to yours. Um, and if you don't know someone who's a Christian in the world of sport, you're listening into this, you found this, uh, do get in touch with us. We'd love to, to point you in the direction of a good local church or uh, you can ask us questions. We'd love to have those conversations. Um, there's a link as well in our show notes. We'll stick it in there. We'll put it on social media to a, a guide about how to do one with some of these practical tips, just written it down onto one page. Uh, there's also some links, some other encouraging stories around dialogue dinners as well. Um, you'll be able to find all of that at christiansinsport.org.uk forward slash dinner. Uh, but do uh, do join us next time. We'll have more interviews, more stories, more advice about what it looks like to be a Christian in the world of sport. Uh, thanks for joining us, Mike. Uh, big thanks to Libby as well. See you again soon. Bye-bye.